Hello and welcome to Rogue Business with me, your host, Rasheen Hawley. This podcast is all about embracing the unconventional when it comes to running a business, even when things are a little bit unpolished. My mission is to help you learn about leadership, autonomy, scaling, systems, everything that you need to stay true to your values and make bank in the process. If you're seeking a fresh perspective on success without compromising who you are, what you do and the magic behind your business, this podcast is for you. Let's go. Today, I'm going to be talking about some real golden nuggets if you're in your first few years of business and you're working towards your first 100k year. I am speaking to you if you're a service-based business owner and you know you might be in your first few years, you're working towards getting fully booked, you're working towards finding your feet in the business area um, and you're working towards your first six-figure year. So this podcast is going to be for you. I'm going to get straight into it because I really, really love opening conversation with business owners that might be reaching some of those earlier milestones in business um, because I like to have some really frank conversations with you guys. I think the first kind of caveat that I want to put here, well, is it a caveat? The first kind of thought that I want to put out is that I fucking love business and I you know, the possibilities and the opportunities that are available for a service-based industry and a business owner that runs services in this space, wow, like fucking wow. Um, I remember, so what are we now? We're 2023. Um, I've been in business for uh, coming into my 11th year now. And I remember in those first few years, like, it was kind of like, where the fuck am I for one? And I'll talk about those kind of things. But as I really started to settle my feet in in the business area, I just remember thinking, holy shit, there is so much opportunity and there's actually just so much I can fucking do here. So to give you a bit of an idea, I got into the industry in 2013. So working in the fitness space, Um, I worked in a commercial gym as a sole trader. I had just freshly moved over from New Zealand to Australia um, and I landed myself in the Good Life Health Club's franchise and I got to work, you know, being a sole trader and doing all that kind of stuff. And I entered the business arena when I was 25 Um, and I just was like, like I just fucking got straight into it. I didn't know a lot of business stuff early on. I This will definitely sound naive, but this is how I thought. When I did my certifications for um, personal training, like I actually had no fucking idea that I'd be running a business, which might sound really bloody stupid. But my certifications, like all I was focused on is learning whatever tools that I needed to understand the body, understand exercise and all of that. And there was like one module on business where you had to do a business plan and stuff like that. And it just didn't click to me that I was actually running like a full flourished business. Um, And then when I had to register my business and get an ABN and stuff like that, I was like, oh, this feels very adulty. This feels like a lot of responsibility. And it wasn't until those first couple of years where I was like, okay, fuck. I'm so wildly unprepared for business ownership um, partly because, you know, certifications, when you come into the industry, they don't prepare you for 
you know, the nature of the environment that you're in. But also like I was just so focused on getting into the industry and learning the craft and learning the things. Um, And that's exactly why I want to do this particular episode because I think that Uh, you know, when you come into the industry, it can be really fucking confusing around, especially now, when you come into the business arena, there's just content and information and knowledge on Supercharge, which is fucking amazing. But I think it can be really, really confusing. Um, And back then, 2013, so my first couple of years, 2013 to like 2015, around then, there was fuck all social media. You know, I remember posting my first um, like post on an Instagram grid and it was me swinging a kettlebell. How cute. Love that for me. Um, But it's just not like it wasn't a big thing when I got into the industry. Whereas now, you know, if you're in those first couple of years now or you're reaching, you know, striving for your first 100K, like it's just a really different landscape. And without preaching and without being like, back in my day, but also back in my day, you know, it was a little bit different. Like we were having to do some of those just quote unquote, like, I don't know, old school-ish things, walking the floor, um, getting out there, making conversation. And it's not old, old school at all, but it was, that was the way that we built our businesses. That was what we had to do. And now, you know, with the with content on tap, with everything on our fingertips, it's just a really different landscape, um, both in things to do to grow your business, but also in consuming and understanding what steps to take. Steps to take. So, I'm going to give you a bit of insight, having you know been there at a time when I had my first couple of years in business where it was not readily available social content. Um, But working in the experience with business owners now, I want to just really share some major points of if you're in that position where you are first few years or you're striving for your 100K. And you'll notice that like I'm using both descriptions. So I'm saying if you're in your first year or if you're reaching your first 100K, because honestly, like recently I had a business owner that was like seven years in. And they were yet to reach their first 100K year. They came in and did private mentorship with me within a three-month container. Um, you know, we learned the things, we do the things, we step into everything that we have. And then not long soon after, they had their first 100K year. So I'm, I'm just very specific around distinguishing that it's not necessarily just early years. You can still be many, many years in and not be reaching 100K. Um, and this is for you also. So let's get into some of these things. Um, When you're reaching your first 100K year, I've actually written down five points, but I'm going to jumble them around um, because of where my brain is going. So I think right now, if you're consuming content (coughs) and if you're, yeah, following lots of people, whether it's coaches that are in the industry, whether it's mentors, whether it's advice I think there is this like massive focus on brand and and building a brand and I love branding I think branding is so fucking exciting I find it so magical because when you're thinking about building a brand and brand identity and anything and everything that's underneath all of that which is a conversation for another day like we have the ability to create like an identity with our business Now, if I think about my business, BBB, she has a brand. She has an identity on her own. She was 
she was and is a business that was birthed from my experiences, my values, my thoughts, my beliefs, all of that. But over the last, you know, 10 years that I've been in business and over the last 16, how many, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, fuck, sorry, seven to eight years, my brain, over the last seven to eight years, when I actually rebranded or started to step into the brand of BBB, like she now has her own identity. Um, and yes, she is an accumulation of all those things that are, you know, her history of, of being birthed from me, but the brand identity of BBB is an accumulation of everyone that is past, present, future, all the things that we stand for, all the accumulation of beautiful people that have been in the business, um, you know, all those brand elements like tone of language, like, um, you know, themes, like all of that kind of juice. Like she has got to a point where she is her own standalone. And for me in business now being 10 years in and BBB being a brand of like seven years, she is a standalone brand and what that helps with is when we're putting out social content, when we're serving our audience, when we're, you know, creating and serving, BBB is able to exist and deliver in her space, in her identity. But I'm a gym owner. I have a flourished team of six. I have, you know, a community of almost a hundred to have the business brand be as important as it is now, it makes sense because I'm not the person that is serving our clients. I'm not the one running the sessions. My team is. My community are the ones that are on the floor every day. I am the person behind the scenes that's, you know, looking at the vision, looking at the strategy, building our overall mission and continuing to stay on path. But I'm also allowing BBB's identity and BBB's brand to encapsulate everything that's happening from my staff to my community community to my individual clients to our competitors to our you know sanctioned comps that we run to our lifting parties like all of that is building the brand and the more that we nurture that the more that we're able to serve put content out connect with our audience and that allows other people to come into our business and with the business and a team of six you know that makes sense because it's about building the brand to be serviced and to be cared for and to be nurtured from my team now when you're a sole trader and you know when you're moving towards your first 100k like you can be moving towards your first 100k as a service based provider as a single entity as a sole trader you don't necessarily have you don't have to have a team and so brand is important and it's it's really, it can be like that quote unquote shop front, right? But when you're a sole trader and when you're moving towards your first 100K, in my opinion, it's less fucking important. What's more important is that connection that you individually have with your clients. And how brand can fit in when, you've, when you're working towards your first 100K or in those first few years is you really want to stand in your magic and your power and your skills of you and the relationship that you have with your clients. And if you're thinking about branding, you can absolutely brand that up. You know, you can have a business name, you can have all the brand elements, all the aesthetic elements, all of those kind of things, um, all the identity stuff that makes a brand itself. But I just honestly, like I wouldn't be fucking focusing on it as much as these 
you know, business mentors and people that are serving audience, like serving content for you guys that are helping you grow your business, I would be focusing on it less and focusing more on those connections and those relationships that you have on the floor with your clients. Because ultimately, like that is what's going to build your business to that first 100K. And I'm thinking about a client that I've got. Um, she's like, ooh, what is she? She's a year and a half into business. And she definitely has like a brand. You know, she's got her her name of her business. She's got all those kind of things. She's got the brand elements. She's, you know, got brand identity. She's creating content that's very quote unquote on brand. But she's got those core foundations and she's she's leaving it and she's focusing on that and then creating around that. Because what then needs to happen is that when she creates content, you know, she's popping off leads left, right and center. But she's also, we've been working together for three months now. She's fully booked. She's putting people on wait list and she's focusing on serving her fucking clients and giving them a great service and building that relationship and that trust. She doesn't have a business where she has a staff member where she needs to create more people. She is starting to grow into a business where, you know, she's starting to look at some leverage opportunities. She's starting to have a look at online options with a little bit of a change around with frequency of check-ins and stuff like that. She's having a look at a leverage option in terms of um, some group kind of models. So what that means is that she's moving her business with respect to like the leads that are coming through and with respect to where she wants to go. But she's not focusing on brands so fucking much when it doesn't matter because it's still her. And she's like the branding stuff that she's doing is attracting leads, is serving clients, is giving them content, is giving them the everything that they need. But it's not like she's, you know, living in that ego of like, I have to be a biggest brand out there and I have to be so fucking visible because she's got her own ecosystem of the commercial gym that she lives in. And her biggest fucking lead generation is when she's walking and talking around the gym. And when she's got all of her social content and everything like that, people are then going to her socials and it's supporting what they're seeing in real life. Okay. And I think it's so important to remember that, that brand is important, but you need to put it like put it in check with where you are with respect to your business. Like for my business, it makes sense to be focusing on brand and to have the brand focus that we do have. You know, I own a gym um, that actually has quite, you know, relative, relatively quite a lot of foot traffic, uh, but we're a very niched business. We're a very niched training modality. We're a very niche sport. Um, we tend to attract people that are looking specifically for our training style. Um, I have got a team, which means, you know, my leads and my business um, needs to be at an extent where I'm filling and, you know, making them fully booked and all of that kind of stuff. So focusing on that brand and continuing to have lead generation strategies that, you know, continue to happen, like that's fucking important. I've also got competitions that I run, in-house lifting events and then sanctioned events. And, you know, to have those things sell out and book out and have a great environment, have people come to them, like... The, the brand and the reach of our brand is fucking important. Whereas if you're in a commercial gym and if you're, or if you're online and you're focusing on that first 100K, you know, your ecosystem of what you're wanting to look at is actually smaller. Like if you're an online business, focusing on how many clients you need and what is your capacity and creating content to serve them 
finding your clients, working with them, and then getting them a great result, that's going to naturally go into word of mouth. You know, someone's going to tell someone who's going to tell someone. And before you know it, you're going to fucking be fully booked and well on track in your way to your first 100K. Because point blank, your first 100K in business in a service-based industry, to be honest, it's not that fucking hard. And that might sound... Uh, that might sound a little bit tongue in cheek. And what I'm what I really want to get at is that it's not that fucking hard if you stay in your foundations and you keep pushing. What can happen when people veer off course is that, you know, they get stuck in, oh, brand identity matters. And like they focus so fucking heavily on creating specific content that is so on brand, that is really driving, you know, that conglomerate of of a big brand. But it's like, no, like you need to be focusing on that micro influence that you have and that micro environment that you have because the better that you can get clients results in your immediate circle someone knows someone who's knows someone do you know what I mean and that's a really good next segue into the next stuff well if you're fo- when you're focusing on your first 100k another thing that you really want to focus on is just get fucking good at your craft very fucking good at your services like I think I think there can be this misconception that it's like it's all about brand and when you've got a brand, it doesn't matter. And yeah, like it doesn't matter. And you can just throw anything out there and it will sell. Like I know fucking in the last couple of days when I've been on social media, I'm looking at people that I follow um, that are tooting on brands and they're basically holding this narrative of, you know, I am the fucking brand and anything that I do touches, you know, turns to gold. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, yeah, you've got a multi, multi, multi six figure business into seven figures. And, you know, you're focusing so heavily on brands because the size of your business and the nature of the products and services that you're offering, it's definitely a higher volume. You know, you might have some longer containers, some longer forms of services that you're offering. And then you might have some, you know, week to week kind of stuff. But when you're focusing on that first 100K, like you've got, your capacity is going to be less of who you can welcome into your world and welcome into your business. So focusing just on brand when you actually don't need like a high, necessarily a high volume of clients is like chasing your fucking tail. So what you want to be focusing on is, yes, a bit of brand and yes, being clear on what you stand for, what you stand against, what are your values, what are the things that you're teaching your audience, all of that alongside your brand elements like your colors and your logos and shit like that. But you want to be focusing on having a really good fucking service and being really good at your craft. You know, that speaks volumes because if the services that you're offering are able to get your clients results, what are they going to fucking do? One, they're going to, you know, be raving fans and share shit that you're doing on social media. They're going to be putting, you know, content up of themselves on their grid about the lifting that they've done or about the results that they're achieving. And that's all fucking organic. That's user-generated content. And when people do stuff like that, what's going to happen? That's going to tap into their audience. You know, if you love your client and they're a dream client, they're going to hang out with other fucking people that you want to train because they're going to have ideal energies, ideal values, uh, sorry, same energy, same kind of values, blah, blah, blah. 
So it makes more sense to focus on your craft, which gets people great results. And when these people get great results and they're the ones that are talking about you, like it's that one person knows another person, which knows another person. And I think there can be this like just lack of focus on being good at your shit and only focusing on brand and marketing and and all of that to grow your business, which is essential. But your services and how you deliver your shit and the results that you get and how good you are at your job as a coach or a mentor or whatever, you know, whatever services you're offering, that speaks fucking volumes. So get good at your shit. And this is not to just say, keep doing courses that support your craft. Yes, that is fucking important. But another thing to do to get good at your craft is to just do your craft over and over again. Serve clients, practice things, you know, try new things, try different exercises, try different programs, deliver different workshops, deliver different resources, like try some things, see how it lands, see what works, see what needs needs an adjustment and then go again. And I just think that there is this conversation that it's like, Brand, marketing, blah, blah, blah. Yes, important. But just get good at your shit, honestly, because obviously the more that you're, you, the better that you are at delivering and the better that you are at your craft, whatever that looks like, people speak to people. And especially in a service-based industry, I actually hear this a lot and it really fucking confuses me is people will be like, oh, you know, well, my biggest lead generation is is word of mouth. And they'll say it in a way that is like, oh, this, that's so shit. And they'll get focused on like word of mouth is my only lead generator. I can't generate leads on social media. And I'm like, hang on, that's fucking amazing. That is the biggest driver in a service-based industry. What you're focusing on and what you're thinking is the, the thing to chase of generating leads online. You're thinking about that often with bigger businesses in mind that are able to generate leads online. But remember, they often need a much higher fucking volume than you need to sell their services, to fill their services, to fill their programs, blah, 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 to keep their business where it's going in multi, multi, six figures and seven figures. You don't fucking need that. So you need to put it into perspective of like, does this fit for me? And if you're moving towards your first 100K, your best bet and your best focus is going to be on the people that you have the people that are in your closest kind of area, getting their amazing results, help like facilitating word of mouth and then continuing to build from there, okay? And the next point that I wanna segue into is, well, it's kind of been covered like marketing is essential, you know, creating content is essential. Marketing is not the same as content creation. I want that to be very, very fucking clear. You can be putting content out and creating really amazing content that serves your audience and it not converting. And that's a whole other conversation of another day. But marketing and creating content that converts and that is able to, you know, generate leads is absolutely a fucking essential skill to have, especially when we're in in an industry, you know, health and fitness, health and wellness, all of that. Especially when we're in, in in an industry where like our consumers are online And even when you're in a commercial gym, you know, your best lead generation is going to be the people that you see and the people that are around you, but they will still go to social content for social proof and confirmation and stuff like that. So it's absolutely essential that we are still creating content, but marketing is different. Like marketing is when we're actually 
having content that we're creating normally and marketing is about evoking people to make take action to to sign into your services so it is a different skill set now marketing is essential and it's so important to know how to do that Um, You know, marketing is all about evoking emotion and evoking action within your audience to want to take action to inquire about your services and then sign up for your services. So that in crux is, is marketing. And we need to know that. But focusing and remembering where your business is at in that first 100K is 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 something that like I don't think is talked about enough. And that's why word of mouth and that's why, you know, Actions like bring a buddy or refer a friend or having a conversation with your current clients and inviting friends in, family in, whatever, is just so easy to do and organically just something that can feel really, really beautiful because they're experiencing what you're doing, okay? They're experiencing like all of this fucking good shit on the real ground. So I think like those two points of like getting good at your craft and having an amazing service that people want to talk about is one thing. And then remembering that word of mouth is fucking queen and don't poo poo that shit. Don't think that lead generation is only by the leads that you generate online. Your best lead generation source is going to be your word of mouth, whether you're an online business or a face-to-face business. Um, because people speak to fucking people. Like I know if I want services in a service-based industry, where am I going to fucking go? I ask my friends, you know, like um, I had to search for a new accountant recently. Um, like what services that I've purchased recently? I have purchased services from accountant, financial planner. What else? Cleaner, a new cleaner for the gym. On all of those occasions, even though they're in different industries, they're still service-based providers, I have first and foremost asked people that I know, hey, do you know anyone? Hey, is there anyone that you would recommend? Because if someone is getting a service and they're getting a great service, I fucking want to cut through the shit and I want to get the great service that they're getting too. You know, literally yesterday, um, I had two people like that I know talking to me about different services and my recommendations. Um, one, one particular conversation was about, you know, allied health professionals. Hey, this is what's going on. Is there any suggestions that you have? Yeah, absolutely. Let me think. I've got these three options. Um, this one is great for this. This one is great for this. This one is great for this. Um, which one? And then bang, there's your recommendation. The other one was someone was asking me about life coaching. Um, and asking me about like services for life coaching and who I would recommend because they know and, and understand that I love that world also and that I know people in that space because of the work that I do. And I ask a few questions and I give recommendations. Like it just fucking makes sense. But I also know today I've got to send some intro emails for these people. Um, I know that I'm going to send those intro emails and those people will go to their socials, will go to their content to back up what I'm saying and to have a bit of a look around and see if they like them also and just to like confirm, right? But they trust me. They know that I have investment in those particular services because I get them myself. So it makes fucking sense, all right? Now, changing tact a little bit, if you are moving towards your first 100K in business, I've got two other points that I want to speak about. Um, they're quite a little bit different, but the first one is like, have some four core fucking systems in your business. Now, systems, I'm just going to basically say this, like 
systems, I think, get really shed on. <laughs> I think there is this fucking rhetoric of like systems and strategy is so fucking masculine. Fuck off with your masculine shit. Um, systems and strategy are business 101. And I love, 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 love having conversations and facilitating work around systems and strategy because of the safety that it can create for business owners. So when I say have core systems, I'm talking have some core systems in place about your finances. Have a running report that tracks your money coming in, your money coming out, that allows you to see trends, that allows you to see cash flow, that allows you to see holds and suspensions, active members, all of that kind of shit. I'm talking systems around onboarding, you know, welcoming people, welcoming people into your community, welcoming people into your services, you know, welcome packs, handbooks, um, email sequences that get sent out when they sign up, anything and everything around, you know, onboarding, and then other systems around ongoing services. You know, do you have check-in forms? Do you have um, monthly reviews? Do you have resources that you send out? Do you have videos on tap that you can send to your clients when you want them to open into a topic before you do a one-on-one call with them? Like think about the services that you offer and what resources you can have to support that. And so having core systems in place to support one, you as a business owner and two, your services ongoing can cut through a lot of time and create a lot of clarity and actually like provide your clients with just like like extra stuff that will help them with where they want to go. And that's not to say that if you needed to deliver a resource in real time or have a conversation in real time, that that's not valuable. But I think like having, you know, a pre-recorded resource or video around something that keeps coming up for your clients. Like if you send them a video that you've recorded because you get the same question over and over again and they can consume that on a walk, like it's a different, like they can consume it differently. And then you could back that up with the conversation in a one-on-one call. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's just say you're, you're constantly talking about like boundaries and um, people pleasing and shit like that. You could have a 10, 20 minute video around those concepts and why, you know, these things might come up, send that to a client. They can consume that and get their brain ticking and feel, you know, like they're in that space. And then when you have a one-on-one call, you can open into it deeper. And instead of having a one-on-one call around the explanation of people pleasing and boundary setting and all that, you can start to go in depth with like, hey, Let's have a look at how this is presenting in your life. So one, you're saving time. Two, you're able to facilitate deeper conversations and it's more about, it's less about teaching and more about facilitating and that's what you can fucking do. And it saves time, but it also means that you can fall deeper into services with your client. And the other thing that really I love about Core Systems is that it can, like it can create safety for you, the business owner, because you know that you've got these things, you know, up your back pocket. You know that it's the same service over and over again in terms of your main baseline, 
so that you can deliver these things and then have those sprinklings. And that's when you can have that fire. That's when you can have that relationship. That's when you can fall deeper into those things with that client. And creating safety around, I've got these things. I know how to onboard. I've got these extra resources. It can just feel really good to have those kind of things. You know, with with financial reporting, with metrics and all that. You know, when you know what's happening with your money, that can create safety because you can go, okay, cool, this is what's happening. It's a little bit lower this week, but this is the reason why. All right, beautiful. I'm going to go ahead and have a look at this launch. Like it allows you to feel safe in knowing what's happening with your business, but then also gives you the ability to make very well-rounded decisions of what the fuck you're going to do next. So core systems to building up 100K is like, I've just thrown three major areas at you. If you focus on those fucking things, Um, And then actually the fourth one that I want to add alongside that is creating content for your audience, um, whatever platforms you choose to use, Instagram, Facebook, threads, Linktree, fucking not Linktree, sorry, LinkedIn, but honestly, who, I mean, it is irrelevant. It is a relevant place. Um, Podcast, newsletter, you know, creating consistent content. That's another core system in your business is having a structure to get content out and understand that the content if it's landing how to read your insights how to read your audience that's also another core system that i heavily believe in so if we go back to those four things we've got stuff around finances stuff around onboarding stuff around service for your current clients and stuff about serving your audience on whatever platforms is relevant and needed for you if you fucking do systems around that and able to deliver that shit over and over and over again you're going to build fucking momentum. You are going to put yourself in an amazing position to attract clients into your business, keep clients in your business, earn some fucking money and get to 100K sooner You know, sooner than you think. But the thing that fucks people out is that they have those things and then they don't fucking deliver it. You know, They have a weekly newsletter and then it becomes a fortnightly newsletter or a monthly newsletter. It's like, hang on, you can't be giving your audience whiplash. Do you know what I mean? Like that shit's just, that's not it. So focus on these fucking things, get systems in place, create the collateral that you need to, book in the times in your calendar and fucking do it. Simples. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to building your first 100K is that honestly, it's going to take more work than you fucking think. Now, on this particular episode, you know, I'm giving you some really like straight to the point things to focus on. And I said that it's easy to create 100K, which I genuinely do believe in a service-based industry that it is. But it's more than you think because people don't stay on track. You know, I wrote a post yesterday um, on threads and I'm just going to fucking, like, I'm just going to bring it up. So the, the, the thread said, if you keep creating something new, veering into something different and leaving things half-baked, Of course, your business results will reflect that. It's not evolution if you keep cutting it off at the knees. So these things that I'm talking about in this episode, it can be easy, especially for business owners. We've got a lot of ideas. We've got a lot of tangents that we want to go on for us to fucking veer off course. If you want to earn 100K, the the best thing that you can do is have your core systems, focus on your services, focus on your connections, be clear on your brand, but don't overdo it. And do that shit on repeat over and over and over and over again. And when I say that it's more work than you think, it's more work of the same stuff than you think. 
right? And this is when people aren't like getting, when, when people, when business owners are in a position when they're not fully booked and they're not reaching that 100K, they'll go, oh, well, it's got to be this or it's got to be that. And then they'll veer off course. Guess what? It's fucking cunts that are telling you, focus on branding, do this, do that, you know, really, really step into this new and exciting stuff because that shit sells. Like that shit sells. And I have got an explicit, um, fuck, explicit language warning on my podcast for a reason. If you're in Australia and you understand that the word cunt is an, endear- an endearing um, phrase, um, if that is a new word for you, I apologize if it feels or sounds quite abrasive. Um, but I say that with the most loving, loving connotation is that these people are telling you to focus on these other things to get a quick buck and to, you know, really build that authority and really build that that vision and really build that like supercharged thing online. But when you're moving towards your first 100K, you need to stay on your core shit and do it over and over and over again. And that's the shit that takes more work than you think is staying on track and hitting repeat, repeat, repeat. You know, I've got... Someone's coming to mind um, who is working towards their 100K and, and they're in my world. And honestly, they are a prime example of point number five is that they are consuming more that they, they are consuming more than they're creating. They're veering off course more than they're staying on course. They're creating more content by following what other people are doing. They're not focusing on their services and sitting in the magic of like their craft and what they're good at and doing all that kind of stuff over and over again. They're creating new ideas, creating new programs when honestly what they need to be doing is focusing on -on one-on-one work, focusing on small group work and repeating that over and over again and creating content to serve that audience. And they're thinking, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, that's a cool idea. And it's like, hang on. No, that's not it right now. Let's get you into a financially, just not necessarily stable, but let's get you into a position where you're moving towards that 100K and you need to remove distractions. And I I said to this person, I was like, babes, rah. Like the biggest fucking thing that's happening right now is it's, there's distractions and you're moving off course. One week it's this, one week it's that, one week it's this, one week it's that. And it's like, this is going to fuck you. And I know that it can be exciting. And especially when we get ideas, it's like, ooh, this can be great. Let's do this. But it's like, you know what? Is that where you're at in your journey? Fucking no. So you need to stay on track, stay on these core areas, even though it might be like, not necessarily boring, but like there might be other things that you want to do. Absolutely, you could do that. But you need to be mindful about, is that going to take you away from your core business objective right now? If it's going to support your clients and if you could generally see that there is a need for it and that there's a market for it within your current audience, absolutely fucking go for it. But if it's an idea that you're chasing because it feels good for you and, you know, it's got fucking nothing underneath it, it's going to push your attention off. And when it pushes your attention off from the core areas that you want to focus on in your business, you're going to keep running the hamster wheel. And then what happens is that when you're on the hamster wheel and you're already moving the wheel and it feels confusing, then other stuff is going to come up. You're going to have someone saying, hey, focus on this for your first 100K. You need to be running ads for your first 100K. Like all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, nah, you actually don't. You need to be taking it back to the core shit and living there. 
And the real work is going to be managing your distractions and, and your distractions and understanding why you keep veering off course. So you'll need to do more work than you think in the same areas. And yeah, it can be a hard pill for, for people to swallow. Because again, like why everything, like with everything being so supercharged and so available online, it can be so easy to see what other people are doing and be like, oh yeah, I need to do that too. But if I think back to like, you know, the first two to three years in business, like the first one and a half year I was in one commercial gym, maybe longer, I can't remember. And then when I moved into a a second commercial gym, like we were just fucking slaying by doing our services, by creating a community within our face-to-face services, people speaking to people, doing that on repeat, creating content to support that, but focusing on that core shit over and over and over again. And then when I moved into my first gym, we were in a a location that had fuck all um, walk, like traffic, um, foot traffic. So I very much had to step more into brand because there's no one walking around that area. People were needed to search for us. So it made sense that I needed to step into more branding and market position and all that. So you need to be really mindful about where your business is at. If you're online and you're wanting that first 100K, like it makes sense to be focusing on your core immediate circle and expanding from there. If you're in a face-to-face facility, it makes sense to be focusing on your core immediate people that literally fucking see you and then expanding from that. And then just build and build and build. You don't want to go from zero to fucking 100 because as soon as you go from zero to 100, 100 being brand and new ideas and collaborations and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, cool. That's going to increase your reach and increase your engagement and increase like people knowing about you. But is that going to fucking pay your bills? Maybe. Absolutely. It can potentially happen. But if you're doing all of that and then it's like it's sacrificing the work that you're doing with these core areas that I'm talking about, you're fucked and you're going to create that hamster wheel and it's going to be just this running race of confusion. So I hope that like that's given you guys some stuff to think about because getting to your first 100K is actually relatively simple on paper and harder to, to execute. And this is the thing with business as a whole, right? Like business principles and business strategy and like, yeah, like external things to help grow your business make sense. But where shit gets messy is when you, the human, fuck it all up and don't stay on track. All right, guys, that's it for today. Bye.